1: Now, my advice to people who like this kind of service is Stephen Fennick from techguide.com.au. I
2: really like this new service. Gives you that flexibility to hear your music anywhere. Two Blokes Talking Tech. Stephen and Trevor always providing the best advice. Lots to talk
1: about on Two Blokes Talking Tech. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech.
0: And thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading episode one hundred and sixty one six zero. Two Blokes Talking Tech. Thanks to the good people at Netgear. Netgear We'll tell you about them later. Plus, we've got some products to talk about with them also. My name is Trevor Long from EFTM. And joining me each and every single week um, through the last 160 plus weeks, Stephen Fennick from
2: techguide.com. G'day, mates. G'day, Trevor. Absolute pleasure to be with you once again. 160. Geez, they're rolling along now, aren't they? Still not. um, Are the presents from our
0: listeners going to the wrong address? I'm not sure, but I'm not getting presents every week because I feel like we should be celebrated weekly. Yeah,
2: you've eaten enough cakes, mate. We we should uh, should not ask for any more cakes. Geez,
0: still still burning up about that, aren't you? Fair (laughs) income. All right, everyone, just relax. When you got presents, just send them to Stephen, okay? Let's not get him upset. Uh, lots to talk about this week. Um, some really interesting topics, and we'll get straight into them here on 2 Blacks Talking Tech. 2 Talking Tech. To- Now, the first story is very interesting to me um there, there's you know there 's a press conference it 's at midday David thody from Telstra is going to be there they 've got something important to announce and I got a sense from from the invite and and the conversations I had with Telstra that it was probably worth going to uh, in the end i couldn 't go but Um, that morning I was called by, uh, I think it was the ABC in Melbourne saying, can we talk to you about the Telstra thing? Turns out there was a bit of a leak in the paper that they were launching Wi-Fi nationally. I speculated as to what it would be, how it would work, and I was completely wrong. Um, Of course, because we didn't have any details. Once the details came out true, they're launching a national Wi-Fi network, but it's not based around Telstra infrastructure. So they're not just putting Wi-Fi modems onto their Telstra towers. They're not um, rolling out a, a network of modems into places, what they're doing is relying on Telstra customers existing and new Telstra customers to enable a function on their routers, whether it's a, a home or a business, small business, large business, cafe, whatever. They're they're enabling a function that you can opt into to allow people to access the Telstra public Wi-Fi network through your internet connection. So the best example is me. Uh, I live here. I've at home. I've got my um, cable internet through Telstra. Um, with this firmware upgrade to my Netgear modem, I assume it is, um, because that was supplied by Telstra, it'll create a second, or third, whatever it might be, a second Wi-Fi network. And that Wi-Fi network will probably be called, you know, Telstra Public Wi-Fi. And it will be unmetered for me. So if, if people use it, it doesn't count against my data allowance. Yeah. And it's also quality of service enabled so that my traffic gets priority over theirs. Yeah, And that's great for people walking past my house. Pretty weird and rare, rare, I would have thought. But you're, for me, as a as a Telstra you're linked customer, in the chain, aren't you? yeah, I'm a link. That's exactly right. We're all links in the chain. And then me as a Telstra customer, if I'm walking past a cafe that has the Telstra public Wi-Fi network, when I use the
2: internet in that cafe, I'm using my home data allowance. Interesting, isn't it? Like like Telstra, you got to remember, like Telstra got a, a, a pretty good four G network, and they're looking to create this Wi-Fi network on top of that, so that. I think that a lot of people will welcome this because it's going to take a lot of pressure off their mobile data. But at,
0: but at it's launch, it's not builder. even for mobiles. This is the this is the amazing thing. It's not for Telstra mobile customers. That's it's for everyone. That's down. No, it's yeah. that's down the track. It's for Telstra home
2: fixed line internet customers. Yeah. It, it could no, be but you can buy a day pass if you're not if you're not a Telstra customer. You can access it still. But for Telstra, for someone with a
0: Telstra 4G mobile phone you don't automatically get access to it. They haven't enabled that functionality. They, they will in the future. Yeah. And your point being, you know, they're taking the traffic off the 4G network. And my point being, if I've got Telstra 4G and I'm getting 30, 40 meg downloads, and I walk past a cafe that's got
2: ADSL internet, I don't want their Wi-Fi. <laughs> You're downgrading. Yeah, I know. Well, it's, 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 not, it's going to be a $100 million project. So my my first thought was... How is this going to, like, you got to remember Telstra sold all their copper to the NBN for $11 billion. Now they're using some of that money to create this nationwide Wi-Fi network. Are they trying to sort of compete with the NBN, do you think, in this way? No,
0: I think this is, I'm going to be completely negative. I think this is all about perception. I think this is just simply a way of getting great because they have got excellent publicity out of it. Yeah. Um, it's been well received in the media. And they're getting massive, you know, newspaper coverage for this. Mm. And with respect to those journals, a little bit uneducated in the sense that it, it's being sold as this big national Wi Fi network, but it's a little bit more complicated than that. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, Telstra product, it's isn't it? That's right. Yeah. I, I, they're not rolling it out. It's it's homes and small businesses. I don't
2: know. I just. Yeah, I but, hope it's great, but I don't my think it immediate will. immediate thoughts on this were. Uh, initially I thought, yeah, what a great idea, you know, forward thinking. And then when I sort of read the finer, the finer print and, and the fact that you've got to give up some of your bandwidth to, for people to, to – like that link in the chain concept – but also, you've got a set amount of, uh, of, of uh, bandwidth that you can use around the country and also around the world. I think they've done a deal with uh, FON, the global Wi-Fi provider, so that if you're in – I think there's 12 million hotspots, FON-powered hotspots around the world, mm. and you can then again use that allowance in these other countries. Yeah. But my question on that was why would you want to use that overseas when there's so many free Wi-Fi spots Around the world, especially if you go to the U.S. Spot on. There's there's, there's Starbucks. They're building Starbucks next to each other in the U.S. They're everywhere. McDonald's, there's that much free Wi-Fi. Why would I pay for something that I could get for free overseas? And and I'm
0: not sure, to be honest, I'm not sure we have a Wi-Fi problem here in Australia as it is. I mean, a lot Uh, of big shopping uh, centers have it. There's cafes. I Um, I just... Yeah, I'm just a bit miffed by it. I don't quite fully. Un- I love the concept and I congratulate them for the concept. But I, I can- think
2: what they're doing too, they're trying to push into places like, you know, they want Wi Fi in parks and in transportation hubs and areas where you wouldn't normally find Wi Fi. And that's where I they'll roll it out, is it? At. So they'll put that infrastructure in. Well, I thought, well, isn't that going to be part of the the Wi-Fi the the, the homes contributing to the network? Yeah, but how does a they host, are, they mate, are also putting their own hotspots in as well? I well, they'd have to if, 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 if I lived across 8, the road.
0: If, if I lived across the road from Ruddick Park, which is a great park we take the kids, there's no way my Wi-Fi would work in that park. It's no. just wouldn't reach that far. So Telstra has to put some infrastructure in for, for those open public
2: space they areas. Are, they do plan to. They said they plan to build more than eight thousand hotspots around Australia. Eight thousand doesn't sound like a lot in a country this size. Yeah, well, well, there's the range of 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 Wi-Fi. Hey, is I'm being negative about it, but I
0: benefit because I'm going to be a Telstra customer for for a while. I'm I'm tipping because I'm quite happy with my my broadband
2: connection with yeah. them, so I benefit. I'm happy. Good, bring I'm it on. But customer here at home, I got I got Optus cable, um, like high speed cable, hmm. and it doesn't stop Telstra. Honestly, without fail, every couple of weeks I get a call from Telstra saying, "We see you used to be a customer, mm-hmm. and we'd like to win you back." Uh, and I said, mate, unless by some miracle there's a cable out the front of my house that's been uh, laid down without me knowing, you can save your breath. I have got they're both. On the ADSL and all this sort of stuff. I said, mate. Can you write down that there's no cable in my street? I can tell you that straight away.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got both Optus and Telstra cable at my place. Geez, an uh, embarrassment of riches. No,
2: no, 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 no.
0: <laughs> I'd cop <laughs> the NBN in I'm place. Happy
2: with
0: it. Yeah. Anyway, look, it's a great concept. I, I, as I said, I love the concept, but I need to understand better how it's going to work. I probably, you know what, and, and in Telstra's defense, again, I wasn't at the press conference. I've simply read the release and had a quick conversation with them. I need to spend some more time talking to them about it. So I hope it's better than what I think it is. But... Broadly, I I'm so. just not but, sure we yeah, I, need I'm,
2: it. I'm like you, I'm a Telstra customer as well. I've got three gig of data every month on 4G that, that I don't get even close to using every month. Like I don't I don't think I need a Wi-Fi network, but I'm already a Telstra customer. This is Maybe, maybe this is meant to entice non-Telstra customers. I don't know.
0: Well, and that's my, my point about mobile. We, we've got an embarrassment of riches in Australia. I, I mean, I'm a Vodafone mobile customer, and I've got five gig of data a month, and yeah. again, I don't go near it. I don't know why you, I need to connect to Wi-Fi.
2: You did touch on something earlier that's is this a move to take the pressure off the 4G network, maybe down the track?
0: They've said it isn't. Yeah. Uh, but I think we have to consider that to a, a play mm. down the future. Anyway, we shall see. Not a bad idea. And uh, you can read more about that online, including techguide.com.au.
2: Well, I was up in the wee small hours uh, for a, an announcement out of New York. Uh, it's it's uh, Usually it's an Apple announcement. If uh, if we're not actually at the event, we, we we get up in the middle of the night to hear announcements. This In this case, it was Microsoft uh, in New York announcing their latest product, which the speculation – actually, I read a lot of the rumors and speculation ahead of this event, and they, everyone got it wrong. Everyone, everyone expected the, – the announcement, by the way, was the Surface Pro 3, hmm. which is the new larger – uh, tablet device so that 's got a 12 inch screen a lot of the speculation ahead of this was going to be a smaller seven inch device which obviously didn't didn't uh, didn't materialize but what this device is Mark going to be marketed as is a true laptop replacement, and I, and I think they're getting closer. Like, we've I've tried the both the, the previous Surface computers, and they've been okay, like, they're running Windows and they're quite powerful for a tablet. Um, screen size was just a bit of a funny shape for mine, but I, I quite like this how it's got a not only the larger 12 inch full high definition screen, it's also got that squarer iPad shape, it's got that three to two aspect ratio. Mm. And it, it, I think it is more conducive to using it as a laptop screen rather than that sort of wide cinema cinema screen sort of shaped display. Hmm. Uh, but in this, in the uh, in the case of the Pro Three, the Surface Pro Three, yep. it's running Windows 8.1. Uh, it's got a really nice design, it's sort of made of magnesium. It only weighs 798 grams, which is good news for you. <laughs> uh, it's got a type cover as well, so it's got the full keyboard. Hmm. It's also got an improved trackpad. And you know the kickstand at the back; it's got a it's got new uh, range of motion, so you can actually have that at, at different angles to so you can uh, angle the surface at, at uh, so I think three different ways. Before it only was it would only sit one way, and that was it. Hmm. But um, the 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 power of the device though, it's got laptop like specs, so it's got Intel Core. I think it's the thinnest tablet to run Intel Core. Uh, and it's got respectable memory, 64 gig. You can even fig- configure it up to 512 gig. Four, starting at 4 gig of RAM, you can go all the way to 8 gig of RAM. I've put a price list there, the pricing on Tech Guide. Not not cheap. Top-end top end Windows, the Surface Pro 3 is $2,279, hmm. but it does have all the bells and whistles. Yep. I don't know. Would this make you switch, mate, to be a tablet-slash-laptop user? They have lost the plot,
0: right? <laughs> but, uh, honestly, it looks beautiful. Good on them. Excellent. But, mate, a 256-gig i7 Surface Pro 3, $1,829. A 256-gig hard drive uh, Intel Core i7 MacBook Air 13-inch, 1579 Yeah. It's nearly $250 cheaper. Well, yeah. Why would you buy? I, I just, their pricing is insane. It's like we have to have this conversation with Microsoft that we had for years about Android tablets, which Absolutely. finally came about. They've got to be cheaper. Yeah.
2: I got to say, I did raise what the
0: eyebrows. What on earth are that. they doing with the yeah. pricing? It's insanity. I, Although, I, yeah, look, great. Look, it's convenient. It's light. It's everything. But you can buy laptops. If it's a laptop replacement, you need to be cheaper
2: than a laptop. Yeah, but I think the, the whole the whole push with this product is its versatility. I think it's it's an uh, excellent tablet. It can also be an excellent laptop. So it's kind of you're buying. I think they're thinking is you're buying kind of two products for in in the in in one. Yeah. Here well, here they with, shouldn't be charging for both of them. Well, I, I, like at the entry level, like the sixty-four gig, four gig of RAM, that that's kind of around the same price as a, as a top-of-the-line iPad. I think a sixty-four yeah. gig iPads around the same price. Yep, definitely. So it's sort of there, yeah, you know, but it does it does have a larger screen. Don't forget, it's got a twelve-inch screen. So we're not talking a ten here. We're talking nice. a larger screen. And so for what you're getting, you're getting a twelve-inch screen. You're getting great performance from Intel Core processors, decent amount of storage. Uh, I think the one twenty-eight gig iPad is about eleven hundred bucks. Yep. So they're kind of they're they're on par. The first couple of SKUs on par now. with iPad. Yeah, but then they lose but, it when they try and be a laptop replacement. Well, at the top end, I think yeah, you know, it, it is pretty. It, to have a tablet with an i Intel Core i seven, half a terabyte of storage, and eight gig of RAM—that's a lot, mate. You try buy a laptop with that kind of uh, those kind. Of, yeah, it probably won't be two thousand dollars, but to to fit it all in a in a powerful tablet with connectivity with USB three micro yeah. SD card slot you know that, that's a, I that's just big mate arts. I
0: think if you're going to compare it you compare it to something like a MacBook Air which is as as light as anything you'll ever get I mean it's it's yeah. as good as a good good a laptop ultrabook as you'll ever see and it's cheaper so yeah. that's 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 where I'm coming from with it I think it looks stunning um I think if you're yeah, going to use Windows think, eight you're better off on a customer, tablet
2: but do you think the customer that this is going to be of interest is tossing up between a Mac, a Mac, or a Windows device? Yeah, like you're, you're, I, I think do. You're in the Windows. If you're looking at these products seriously, you're already in the Windows camp, mate. I don't think that. Oh, hang on, I'm just going to switch to a Mac now. No, what I don't I'll, think that's going to be the case here.
0: I think what, what what is happening is people are looking at these products and going, "What the hell's this?" and they they get told at retail it's Windows 8. And they say to themselves, "I've got no idea what that is." And then they're coming from, let's say, Windows Seven or an XP even. This is completely new, and so therefore, Windows Eight completely new, iPad interface completely new, Android interface completely new, Mac interface completely new. So, on part on a loyalty level, there's no inherent knowledge in the system because it's completely new on every system.
2: Yeah, yeah no, you make a good point, but I, I do. I, I've got to say, in in this product's defence. They've improved it where it needed to be. Oh, improved. bloody oath! Absolutely, They've got the kickstand right. That the keyboard is really handy. So it attaches. You know, the other one just used to attach to the bottom and it's just flat on the ground hmm. on on the table, whatever surface you happen to be typing on. The actual the the, the the keyboard now attaches to the front of the tablet. Yes. So that even that's given a little bit of an angle. I think there's a picture on there's a picture on Tech Guide where, where I've uh, I've shown that. But um, it's, but I'll uh, give you one
0: last thing. Right, this yeah. this is where they're they're completely insane. I mean they're comparing it to the MacBook Pro. They've literally got on their website Surface Three versus MacBook Pro. And they're saying, Oh, it tips the scales at this. It does not a touch screen. Yeah. And and get this. It says the Surface Pro 3, and this is on the Microsoft Store website. It says runs the entire Office suite and thousands of programs created for the Windows platform. Yeah. MacBook Pro runs Office, but can't run many software programs you may need to get work done. Uh, <laughs> what? Are you kidding me? <laughs> Yeah. Who is running this company? Yeah, I
2: know. They're idiots. No, I, I found that strange too, but look, uh, uh, good on them. for They're going out okay. hard, mate. You can't take it off. They're, they're aggressive with this product, and like, like I said, I think it's a step in the right direction in terms of the improvement over the last one. It's it's a much better product, I think, than Surface Pro 2. Yep. Uh, I'm looking forward to getting, getting my hands on it, the 12-inch screen, and I think, do you think this is going to put pressure on Apple to release a 12-inch iPad? Not at all. Because Samsung have a twelve-inch Android. Uh, oh, they're selling, selling like hotcakes, Note mate! Too Pro
0: selling like hotcakes. <laughs> Are you being sarcastic? Man? Yes. Come on! Never seen
2: one. They're, I've got one. No, I've never seen one in the in the wild. I have. I've seen. I've seen a couple. Ooh. I've seen them in the stores, and I've seen oh. a couple in the wild.
0: Mate, you're you're hanging around <laughs> weird places. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I don't know. I you, think,
2: get... you just think about it, right? Think about. I'll leave this thought with you. Okay. Yeah. We'll wrap up with this, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. iPad Air, iPad Pro. MacBook Air, MacBook Pro. Oh, sounds great. I'll leave that with you. iPad Pro, 12-inch. You heard it here first. Two blokes
0: talking tech. And we do it thanks to the good people at Netgear, netgear netgear.com.au. Now, if you need your um, home or small business networking or storage on your network um, improved, then Netgear is the place to go and have a look. You find Netgear products at all the, all the leading retailers. But think about the the personal storage in your home. Your, your data is both personal and precious, from your finances to your photos to movies. Make sure it's protected and accessible with a readiness for your home network. Store your data and media content in your own little private cloud, and you can access and share it easily from any device in your home or even remotely. So when you're out and about at work or around the world, you can actually see and view and browse your photos, videos, whatever they might be, via your own home internet connection, creating a personal cloud at home. Um, then you can just smile knowing that you don't have to worry anymore about those important files and entertainment. The Netgear ReadyNAS series, they're gorgeous looking devices, easy to set up. Um, I'm waiting on a couple of hard drives to come that I've ordered um, Western Digital 4 terabyte hard drive so that I can up the storage in my personal cloud here on a Netgear ReadyNAS. And you should too. Check it out at netgear.com.au.
1: Two Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and
0: Stephen Finley. And a a quick plug. Uh, I want to see entries from two blokes talking tech listeners, Stephen, for the many competitions that I'm spruiking at the moment, (laughs) including the. Don't laugh. Come on, man. I'm doing my best. Competition site. Yeah, man, it's awesome. People are loving it. Win it though, Trevor. The Lenovo X1 is still there to give away. That's being drawn at the end of the month. Uh, That's a you know seventeen hundred and forty nine dollar laptop. Second prize is the Lenovo um, Yoga Eight tablet plus. Uh, If you love watches, I'm giving one of them away. Twenty one watches in twenty one days, mate. It doesn't get much better than that, does it?
2: Hey? freebies if you want to pick up a freebie eftm.com.au is a place to be <laughs> oh, i'm not sure i want that to be my slogan the, but pr- the prizes prizes no right? yeah they're sure i pay charge of people for prizes so they're technically freebies
0: but loving the engagement we're getting from people on twitter i was asking the question tonight which watch i should give away tomorrow cuz i got these watches just sitting on my desk here mate there's just there's 20 of them so I've got to pick which ones to give away every day. It's Are you wearing fun.
2: them all at once, mate? No, nah,
0: because I'm not allowed to open them. I can't open them until nah, the that's day. Right. You've got to guess the time. Because you've got to guess the time that's How on the watch when the I open it.
2: Clean. What's the closest the person's Six got? Six
0: seconds today.
2: Wow. So you've got to give hours. you got to give hour, you minute, and seconds. Jeez.
0: Yeah, the closest A big range of wins. wins there. Mate, unbelievable. Anyway, <laughs> check it out at eftm.com.au. <laughs> Now, I did a video on the weekend um, comparing two cameras. Now, we, we, you know, we play with cameras a lot, and I've got to be honest, I love my GoPros. I use them now and then for filming in-car stuff and, and things like that. You know, a GoPro is a three or $400 camera, and it's a tiny little thing. It doesn't have a screen, but it's amazing what it does, and the company is going from strength to strength, even floating on the stock market. Officeworks sent me an $84 Extreme X, this little tiny red camera. Side by side with the GoPro, very similar in size. It felt lighter. In fact, I thought it needed a battery in it because it was so light, made It felt empty. I, I kid you not, it felt empty. On the back, it's got a screen. You don't get that with a GoPro, so you can hold it up and see you what Well, you're you shooting. can get it with a
2: GoPro, but you've got a, to pay an extra, a, extra money for an accessory.
0: It's an accessory; it's another thing you've got out on the back, which yeah. adds size to it. Also, it's bigger. So yeah. this is actually built in, same size as a standard GoPro. It's got the screen built in, touch screen, so you can view yeah. your videos and things back.
2: Does it use the same mounting system as a GoPro?
0: No, it, that's an interesting system. thing. I would have done that if I was them, because I like the Garmin Verbs use this. You can inter, interchange with the GoPro yeah. mounting system. This one doesn't, but it comes with uh, a water mountain, you know. Uh, a lot yep. of different mounting so you'd be okay
2: so did you have a helmet mount chest <laughs> yeah, mount yeah mate I was
0: out on the, on, the, on the surfboard on the week Not. good on you yeah you <laughs> so I took the I took a GoPro and, and this Extreme X and I held them side by side and I did some in car stuff as well and I just fell and I hit, hit record and what I did I lay the video over the top of each other and then shot from one camera to the other one camera to the other and mate the results appalling um, in simple <laughs> terms look it's an 80, well, it's an $84 camera yeah, isn't uh, it to be clear it's an $84 camera the The screen is worth the eighty four dollars alone, but yeah. if you want to create good video content that you 're going to republish somewhere, get a goPro because and yeah. you have to see the video to understand it, but the depth um, the colors, the the intricate detail. When you're, not not in the car, when you when you're looking at the car, or like when I'm driving along, but you look at the trees as we pass by, you can see the leaves as
2: opposed to just a blur of color. Yeah. The colors clearer, the colors better. Well, and look, according to the specs, it's got full HD resolution, so 1920 by 1080, 25 yeah. frames a second, yeah. five megapixel pictures. So you know it's it, got it's, it's in theory it's got it everything right,
0: right? but head to head with the GoPro, you can see the difference. But here's what I think it's great for: eighty four bucks. Give it to your teenager, your mid young teenager who wants to go skateboarding or whatever. Yeah. Then they're not losing
2: a four hundred dollar camera.
1: Yeah.
2: I think it's a great idea for but that. Like ever, like our old, My son's got a GoPro. We bought it for him a couple of Christmases ago.
1: Yeah.
2: And you know, once 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 kids get a brand in their head. Yep. It's hard to get it out.
0: Yeah, no, exactly. Because
2: uh, you know, you might say, "Look at this, son. It's only eighty-four bucks, and it does kind of the same thing." And all his mates are rocking GoPros, and he's got the Extreme X from (laughs) Office Works. He's (laughs) going
1: to father of the year.
2: You know what? It's uh, you know that peer pressure, mate. Honestly, I'm being serious. No, no, I agree, hundred percent. You've got to have the brand, and good on GoPro for having that brand because not only they're backed up, they're great quality product. They've got. With the with name, like you think of now the default name for a, an action camera is now GoPro. Yep,
0: absolutely. Just like
2: iPod iPod was the de- default name for a, a MP3 player years Yeah, ago, remember? So good on GoPro, but you know what? You know, not everyone can afford 400 bucks for a GoPro, and this, this is not a bad option. Anyway,
0: check it out. I've put the video up on eftm.com.au. Two
1: blokes talking tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fenwick.
2: Some interesting news coming out of uh, Trend Micro. They do their quarterly security report. And it was interesting to hear in that report just where Australians ranked in terms of importance for cyber attackers. And we actually rank quite highly for things like ransomware. Importance being a bad thing, right? Well, that's right. Yeah, the (laughs) higher up the list you are, the bigger target you are. So in this case, you know, things like ransomware, I think Australia was ranked sixth, sixth. worldwide no sorry fifth worldwide for ransomware ransomware for those who don't know is the, a, a type of malware that can take over party computer restrict the use of your computer or some of your files and they're not released until money is paid to to uh, to release it hmm. so um that we're, we're ranked fifth worldwide for that uh, malware we're, we're ranked around sixth and the malicious links are continuing and, and they're noticing that the links are, are not only on your computer but also spreading now to mobile devices, namely the Android platform. Although they did point out there was a, a security vulnerability called GoToFail, mm. which actually targeted Apple devices. So it did show that iOS is not immune from this problem. So, uh, what do you think about that? We're Australians; we need to stay ever vigilant because those cyber criminals, God, they're shrewdly trying to target uh, Aussies and try to get our information and our money. Look, these things
0: are done because these companies like Trend Micro want people to buy their software, and I support that entirely because the more we talk about this, the more people realise you can't take it. As a joke, it's serious. Ransomware, malware, these things are serious and they are problems. Yeah. And the reason we are so high ranked is because we are early adopters. We are huge users of technology and we need to be wary of it. So good advice um, and good, good to know where we rank. And the bottom line is get good internet security. Absolutely that's right. that's yeah. what you've got to do to stay Trent protected. Micro.
2: Of course, they're going to point out what the, the possibilities if you don't have internet security yeah. software and point it out very well. So uh, a, a, good, a good point there. And, uh, yeah, we, we look – I think every and, – and, and I'm talking mobile devices here too. Yeah, yeah. Whether you're on Android or whatever, you need to have anything that you connect to the internet. You think about a smartphone today. You've got your banking information or your, your, your personal information. There's a lot of stuff in there that if it's accessed can really cause a lot of damage. So best to lock it down.
0: Yep, check it out. Uh, the details of that study are at techguide.com.au. Two Blokes
1: Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor
0: now, um, obviously, uh, they're, they're sponsors of ours, but they also, like any other company, um, send us products to review. And Netgear um, did that in the last couple of weeks. And, mate, you and I have both been playing with their... New range of uh, wireless range extenders, Wi-Fi mm-hmm. range extenders. Look, I've got to be honest. The um, the EX sixty two hundred, which is a stand up kind of um, you know router looking device, um, yep. has all the new design cues from Netgear. It's a gorgeous looking thing. That's what I played with most, and I, I I whacked it here. Now our house actually doesn't have a Wi-Fi problem. It's, it goes pretty well up in even the furthest bedroom. Not brilliant, but but it's okay. So I did what, what they encouraged, put the the range extender in the, basically the middle of the good area. And, um, mate, I, I was basically providing neighborhood Wi-Fi here. It was unbelievable. <laughs> and it and the, is good. The thing I loved about this device, mate, is plug and play. Like I just plugged it in next to the router, pressed the WPS button, pressed the WPS on the, on the Nighthawk, which is a Netgear yep. product. But I then, to, to be clear, to test it, I took it to a friend's house who's got like an iInet modem. Same yep. thing. Press a button on the Netgear range extender. Press a button on the IINet modem, which says WPS, and then within a minute or so, bingo. Paired. Your network's extended. You've got this new Wi-Fi network in your home, which is in the other end, and it works beautifully. Such an easy setup, isn't it? Dual
2: band, by the way, too. Dual band network. I like the fact that you can – I think this is ideal. How I've got it set up in my place is it's in my lounge room. So there's no modem in the lounge room but I did want to connect my TV, my Blu-ray player, the console, set top box. So this uh takes the brings the Wi-Fi network uh, out to the lounge room and then I can physically connect the TV, Blu-ray player, PlayStation, set top box to that. So it's it's brought those devices the internet. Yes. Um so yeah, terrific it's got the dual core processor as well. It's a, it's a very smart, fast, smooth device. it got USB 3.0 on the front as well. So you can connect a printer uh, – sorry, a, a hard drive if you want to as well. But the, uh, the lower – the entry-level model, I quite like too, this EX6100. That's the yeah. one that just plugs in the wall. What I like about this is it tells you the best place to put it. There are indicator lights on the front – that uh, and Netgear found that in their research with uh, talking to customers, that a lot of people who bought the product, a high percentage, I think it was twenty percent of them, put it in the wrong place. Yeah. So rather than putting it between the hot, the bad, the the, the low reception area and the modem, they were putting the the hotspot, the range extender, in right in the bad room where there was no signal, mm. and it didn't improve anything because that's where the bad signal is. So. I like the fact that there's an arrow left pointing to the router, an arrow right pointing to the rest of your house, so it can flash when it's found you the sweet spot, and then you plug it in and you're away. And again, there is one Ethernet port so you can connect a a, a product physically but again, as you said, with the ex 6200 up and running within minutes and your your uh, network is strengthened with that dual band as well. And the great thing about the
0: 6100 is that it's a PowerPoint adapter. So you just literally – it looks like a big double adapter sitting in your yeah. PowerPoint. So great for hallways, yeah? So if you've got a long hallway um, yeah. but it's got PowerPoints in it, it's actually not an obtrusive thing just to have in the hallway and uh, create a great Wi-Fi network for your home. So check that out. A uh, lot of range extenders with lots of different companies. Uh, but Netgear, of course, um, have these new products out, dual band. Band, great speed, so check them out and uh Stephen's reviewed them both and pictures and the like at techguide.com.au. Two blokes
1: talking tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech With
0: Trevor Long and I'm gonna jump in here, mate, because we are hitting the thirty minute mark and we still have a minute reviews to go, but we should just quickly um, before we move to the minute reviews,
2: I think we should yep. wish Spotify a happy second birthday happy second birthday in australia Mm. yes it's two years since uh since they've launched here and uh they now occupy 71 percent of the local music streaming market which is pretty good news for them and they've done they've given they've thrown a couple of stats that i'll go through really quickly if you added up all of the streamed music that australians have been listening to over the last couple of years it would add up to eight thousand two hundred years worth of music so that's uh, pretty good. The, you, in that amount of time, you can travel to the moon and back 850,000 times. You can build the Harbour Bridge 1,000 times as well, and you can live out 100 average lifetimes. So that's pretty good. Uh, the, the top the, the Sydney's, most, Sydney's own flume was the most, uh, top spot for the most streamed artist. Uh, so I'll, I'll be uh, writing this up on Tech Guide in the morning. So happy second birthday to Spotify. All right, a
0: couple of uh, products here for your Minute Reviews, and we we'll kick it off with the Mini Jambox.
2: Yeah, well, Jambox is made by Jawbone, a company we know very well. They make their activity bands, but they also have a very decent product, uh, audio product range, and the Mini Jambox is just one of those. It's a Bluetooth speaker, quite compact. It's only 15 centimetres long, but produces quite a decent sound. Connects to your device wirelessly to stream your music. But recently, they did a firmware update on these devices, and, and it enabled a couple of new features uh it's called multiplay. so what you can do you can actually pair two uh, speakers together so you can either pe- uh, pair them together so they play the same sound so you've got a larger volume of music you may be at a party you want a sort of greater volume of music or you, you come together with your friend and they bring theirs along or you can set it up as a stereo pair so left and right so you can you can set it up well, so one's the left channel one's the right channel uh, and and if you are, can, you can d- control them with two different Bluetooth devices. So yeah, you may your friend might come around, bring their speaker as well, and you t- take turns playing for your favourite songs. So it's become a more social experience. The Mini Jambox uh, also uses live audio technology. That's kind of a three dimensional audio, and there are some samples of that on the li- on the uh, Jambox website. Available now and priced at $229.99, the the two hundred and twenty nine ninety nine. The Mini Jambox.
1: You're listening to two blokes talking. Tech.
2: And, and just something else to wear on your wrist, my friend.
0: Uh, you you must yeah. be up to your uh, up to your elbow now,
2: mustn't you? That's it. Yeah, there's not much room on my wrists anymore. The Sony SWR10 Smart Band. This was announced back in uh, the Mobile World Congress. It's now on the market. This is a $159 product, and it, like the others, it does measure your steps, measures your calories, looks at your sleep, but does have a point of difference. It does pair with any Android phone, and also compare uh, compare with an Android app called Life Log. So not only can you track your your activities, but you can also bookmark moments in your life. So you you might press the uh, the button on your device when you're maybe enjoying a nice meal with friends so to remember where you are, what time it was, and any, any related pictures you've taken on your device will then be, uh, you can view in the app as well. So a great way kind of to, it's like a like a digital diary, if you like, you can keep with your smart band. The SWR10 available now. You can buy it through Telstra stores outright. retailers coming up soon. Sony stores, of course you can also buy it on a, on a Telstra plan, so you can choose as, as an accessory repayment option. 39 bucks up front, $5 a month for 24 months, which still adds up to $159. The SWR10 from Sony. Two Blokes
1: Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long
0: and Stephen Fenney. And that's a wrap. Episode 160. Thanks to our mates at Netgear, netgear.com.au. Two Blokes Talking Tech. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Trevor Long. Stephen on Twitter at Stephen Fennick with a PH, mate. We'll be back again next week with
2: 161. Yes, we will. Thanks, Trev.